This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Bring it back around with one more segment here on Inside Black and Gold. Brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. My name is Jeff Noah, WWL Digital Sports Producer. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. Mash the rate, review, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Get it done. And we'll keep bringing these to you each and every week. And so as, as promised, we're going to go through the three things the Saints need to do to beat the Raiders. And there's a lot of things they can do. There's a lot of things they have done wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say, don't turn the ball over. We all know that, right? We're not going to sit here and say force turnovers. We all know that. But what I am going to say is you need to find a way to slow down Josh freaking Jacobs. This is not a confusing run game to go against. He's going to be in your grill. He is trying to run through you. You are not going to be dealing with crack toss plays. You are not going to be dealing with a lot of complicated schemes. You are going to be dealing with a one cut downhill runner and the saints need to buck up and make tackles, right? This is a team that is supposed to be physical. This is a team that is supposed to be intimidating and they have been anything but over the first seven weeks of the season. You did not expect tackling to be the biggest issue that this team has to encounter, but it is, it really is. And we asked Chris Bouchard about that today. And, you know, while I think the front seven has a lot to do with that, a lot of the missed tackles have come in the secondary. And so we asked, you know, what goes into that? How do you fix that? And he says more than anything else, it's a mindset. Poise at the point of attack, right? Like no one goes out there and wants to miss, but it's really about mindset. Because if we get to the moment of truth and our thought process is, don't miss. Well, what'd you just tell yourself? I hear myself say, don't miss. Well, I hear miss, right? So it's about being poised at the moment, right? And then let that self-talk be, make it. Make this, make this. Because these are the thousands of reps that we've taken out here in practice every, every single day. Again, the drill and things of that nature. It's just in the moment, in the heat of the moment, we can't allow that moment to kind of outweigh 
what we drill and how we do it and just staying true. And that's really what it is. So when you get to that moment of truth, stay poised, speak to yourself, make it. Make it. That's what Chris Richard said. And, you know, Chris Richard, it's, he's a platitudes guy, right? Like he, he's, he's not always going to give you a lot of the X's and O's type breakdowns. He's going to talk to you about mindset and personality. And so you got to take what you get. But I do think that he is correct in that assessment. It's like missing tackles at a point, it's beyond a talent issue. It's beyond an effort issue. It is, you know, you just got to stand there and do your job. And so that's what these players have to figure out. You know, everyone on this roster can tackle. You just got to go out and do it. You know, and Josh Jacobs, third in the NFL in rushing, and he has done it on a very reasonable number of carries. He's got 111 carries. For perspective, the two guys ahead of him have 126 and 143 carries. He's got six touchdowns, but he only has three runs of 20-plus yards. He's being very efficient on these pounding four-plus yard runs that set you up with good down and distance so that you can convert, right? So the Saints need to do whatever they need to do to slow him down, stack the box. I get it. It's going to make life easier on Derek Carr. Stack the freaking box. Stop Josh Jacobs. And if you can do that, then you have a chance to slow this team down. I'm not worried about that one hit, the, the shot plays over the top, right? If they hit those, they hit those. But you cannot have the ball run down your throat. And that's more than anything else what lost the game for the Saints on the defensive in week seven, right? I'm not going to give Andy Dalton a pass for the two pick sixes. The offense did their job in making sure they lost the game. But on the defensive side of the ball, it was the inability to to stop, to stand up, to stonewall at the line of scrimmage so that they weren't averaging four and a half yards on first down. So that's what you need to do. That is key number one. Key number two, out physical the receivers, right? And and it's easier said than done because as we mentioned in the, at the top of the show, you are not expecting to have Marshawn Lattimore there. And if he's not there, you are relying on Alante Taylor and mystery cornerback number two. Now you're hopeful that Paulson Adebo can get out there. You are hopeful that he can get out there, but it is not a guarantee. He's been limited in practice. He's dealing with a knee issue. Even if he does play, you don't know if he's going to be hundred percent, but what you can say for both of those guys is they are very physical corners. I would hope that Chris Harris gets signed to the active roster so you can put him in the slot. And that's because he is tried and true, a slot cornerback, even in his prime. He is not an outside cornerback. He is a slot corner. So the second he has to go outside, you know that's going to be trouble. He was targeted six times against the Cardinals. He allowed four catches and he was flagged two other times. So you do not want to see him on the outside. So you have to be very hopeful that Paul Sandibo and Alante Taylor get out there. And if they do, you feel pretty good about it, assuming they get through the game. And that's it's a big if these days. But if they can get through the game, you feel pretty good about it because everyone but Alante Taylor will tell you he had an excellent game. Here's what Chris Richard had to say on the rookie's debut start in Arizona. It was a positive, positive, positive experience um, for him, you know, for the, for the, for the entire organization. Um, Good to get him back out there and healthy, and uh, and just watch him compete. Uh, he's a, he's an ultra competitor. Um, loved his technique. Um, again, uh, had a missed tackle out there, right? That we want we want better, but um, but yeah, he's got he's got great confidence. Uh, real real good boost for our team. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What really stood out to me about that answer was, you know, you love his technique. And for for a coordinator to say that about a rookie is telling, you know. He is very much beyond the curve of what you'd expect for a rookie at this stage. And he showed it. He went up against DeAndre Hopkins. And I, that's what I asked Alante about is like, so that technique, it's more like, you know, you can line up against anybody. It does not matter if it's DeAndre Hopkins. It does not matter if it's Darren Waller. It does not matter if it is Julio Jones, whatever. If your technique is sound, you feel good about your matchup, regardless of who it is. Put a body there and you're going to do your job and you're going to do it right. And that's what Alante is focused on. And it's impressive to hear him talk about that because, you know, I don't think that's, that's necessarily the approach that a lot of young cornerbacks would take. Um, but, you know, if you asked Alante, he would tell you that his, his debut was not as stellar as everyone else seems to think. Uh, here's what he had to say. Yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of hard on myself. Uh, so overall, I ended up giving myself a C- minus, uh, just because I had those, those two missed tackles, which were crucial in the game. Um, and then that, that one catch given up. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's just my first start, uh, my first NFL game. So looking to, looking to improve for sure. The C minus. <laughs> Gets targeted five times, allows one catch for 17 yards, misses a tackle, C minus. Um, you know, for him to give himself an A, he might, he's going to have to win a game by himself, I think. But, you know, it's good. Like, you should be your harshest critic. You shouldn't be comfortable with how you perform every week if you weren't perfect. Right. And even if you are perfect, you're still going to want to try to be better. So I think that's a, an impressive mindset for a rookie. And what he and Paulson Adebo need to be able to do is hold up in man to man coverage so that you do not have to play these soft zones. Like the whole basis of this defense for the Saints is to load up against the run, stop it, and then hold up in man to man coverage on the outside. You can play two man, you can play too deep. You do have Marcus May and Tyron Matthew back there. At least you were kind of getting a few games under the hood with both starting safeties. And I think that has been very limiting for this defense to start the season. Hopefully they can find a way because this, this Raiders offense is not a slouch, right? They are ranked in the top five in scoring and top five in yardage, just like the Saints are. No one wants to say the word COVID anymore, so who knows? But there were four Raiders players who were out on Wednesday with an illness. Um, and there was two that were out on Thursday. One of them is Devontae Adams. So you don't know whether he's going to be back in time. You don't know what status he's going to be if he's going to be limited by whatever illness he has. But that's something they keep an eye on. Okay. The final thing the Saints desperately need to do to make sure they beat the Raiders. Convert in the red zone. Score touchdowns when they are available to you. Now, I love Will Lutz as much as anybody. He should not be on the field to kick anything less than like a 48-yarder, right? If you are inside, I don't even consider the red zone to be inside the 20. I consider the red zone to be on the Raiders' side of the field because you need to be able to convert in those situations. You do not want to have to ask Andy Dalton to come back, to come from behind. You want to pin your defense to a lead and let them go defend it. And they haven't done that well. But that's how you get to a winning formula is you start doing that, is you start putting yourself in good positions. You stop making stupid mistakes. And if the Saints can do that, I think they can turn this thing around. And 
Whether that starts this week, whether that starts ne- next week, I don't know. But I can tell you this team does believe it can turn this around. And I don't think they're going to settle for anything less. And they know how fortunate they are to be, you know, within shouting distance of that of that top spot. One last thing I'll give you before, before we go is, you know, Dennis Allen is facing his former team. Alvin Kamara didn't even know that on Wednesday when we talked to him. He wasn't even aware of it. And so if you're wondering whether Dennis Allen is fired up about this, it's not a revenge game for him. You know, maybe there's a little more added incentive, but it is not a revenge game narrative going on in that locker room. And Chris Richard, I thought, did a good job of summing that up today. Another day at the office. It, 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 it really is, right? Because it's, it's never about any other particular place, right? It's like it's always just going to be about where you are and the people that you're doing it with. And that's where the magic is made. And again, the second that you become distracted by where I used to be or it's a grudge or anything of that nature, again, you've got heart issues, right? Like they're not even thinking about you. So why are you thinking about it? Exactly. The Raiders don't give an F about you. So if you spend any more time than you have to thinking about them, you're making a mistake. And if you're Dennis Allen, (laughs) the greatest gift you could have is going out and just beating this team in the most boring way possible and instilling confidence that this team can turn this around. And it's got to start this week. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us on this edition of Inside Black and Gold. Again, send your well wishes to Steve, who's recovering from some minor surgery. Should be back for the post-game episode coming at you on Sunday. As always, I'm Jeff Nowak, WWL Digital Sports Producer. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Thanks for everyone who listened. Thanks for everyone who hits me up on Twitter. Continue to do that at Jeff underscore Nowak. Let me know what you want to hear about. Let me know what you think, and I'll do my best to bring it to you. All right, guys. Peace.